something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to be my friend you had better go and get a pen And maybe we can keep in touch Like we did in the old days It wasn't so long ago And I wish you well Oh, 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 oh Sign your pen, pals Ladies and gentlemen Pallers and pennies alike I love when you go big I do too we something has happened that Daniel and I promised would never happen. <laughs> OG producer from the jump. Mm-hmm. We said we'll never have a microphone on this show. And if he wanted it, he would have to earn it. And my God, if that day hasn't come, <laughs> Nuno is on the mic as our sixth, fifth. I have no idea. Fifth or sixth get we'll never know. Only Adam Shanley will ever know. <laughs> Noah, do you know? Do you I actually know? I, yeah, not off the top. Five of my head. or six feels right. It feels John yeah, Dore. Correct. John Dore. Jacobs. Jacoby. Reggie. Conan. Conan. Nuno. F- so five. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Are we missing somebody? I mean, that's not a bad fab five for your sidekick phone. That's a that is a that's going to get you second place in the national championships with Michigan, the Michigan Wolverines. And we are the not fab calling five. an extra timeout. We're not because we don't have them. Mm-mm. Nuno joining us uh, as this is the final Starburns episode of Pen Pals 1.0. <laughs> You are on this 2.0 thing. I don't even know that I know what those like. Why? Why does point oh have to be just say pen pals two? Be- because pen- they do have other ones. Okay. Like 2.3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's update versions. What would you say? This is going to be. Would you say going to team co is 2.0? Was that what you would look at it as? Yeah. Or is that like 1.5? No. You know what? I feel like zooms for a year mm-hmm. is its own yeah. version. No, it's, it's one point something. 
So he had pen pals one. Pen pals one. Then Noah was gone. We were with Aristotle. Maybe that, that, that was, was pen pals one, but two point or that was one point two. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Noah comes back. That's one point three. Okay. Zoom for a year. That's two point oh. Okay. Then we right. go to Team Coco. Maybe that's three point oh. Well, we got to change our branding if it's three. I've been on this too. I have to. I got to get the. I have to go back to the logo. Our logo guy. <laughs> Noah. <laughs> Noah, remember on uh, uh, Jiminy Glick, he'd always he'd always go like, "Well, well, now I got to go back to the logo guy." Noah, <laughs> tell me what is. <laughs> I love that. No, you don't like your kids. Okay. Noah was in uh, uh, Yellowstone. I was in Yellowstone. Yellowstone. That's right. Walk me through it, moment to moment. What was no, it? Like? We don't have time for all that. Yeah, let I, him do it. I saw. I mean, I saw some any wildlife? bears. You did I saw see bears, bears and bear cubs. Ooh, uh, bison, I saw a video bison babies. But you're video you're talking Bette Midler style, right? From a distance. Yes, okay. from a distance. Did you see? You posted either a video or a picture, and you said got up super early, saw mm-hmm. like a lot of wildlife, and it was yeah. totally worth it. And honestly, that's the closest I've ever seen a Lion King style convergence <laughs> of animals that were like clearly going to meet the new king. Really? Yes. Like right? A, like a, snow- a, there was a, ton there was a of- bunch of bison. They yeah. were all backlit because it was like at six in the morning. Yeah. It was beautiful. They had a bunch of young, uh, they call them red dogs, the babies. Yeah. Cause they look like, right little, this. Now, they hold like a, little red dogs. Now, was that a hot tip somebody gave? They said, get out there. Early. I, I went with a guide because uh, who I'm, <laughs> like I know them. <laughs> yeah, I went. I I was very lucky to have a hookup because I uh, an old friend of mine used to be a guide, and then he hooked me up with someone who uh, knows their way around the yeah. wildlife. And then I went and watched wolves and saw the wolf pups. Really? And yeah, also from very far away, talked with the guy who is like the preeminent wolf expert of Yellowstone, which is crazy. Are, are wolves in the wild? fucking like huge i assume so but we were really really so far, far away, away you yeah. didn't know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but that's insane yeah the story of wolves in yellowstone is really interesting too because they all killed them off they yeah, had no, the population is way back right yeah yeah and wasn't until 1995 gray wolf? there are i think technically they're gray wolves but they're they, there are darker ones there are lighter ones yeah. like different colors do you um, think there's any listeners who have like, because I know that Noah chimes in. Right. Do you think there's any listeners who have never heard your voice? No. It's impossible, right? I mean, or if they're just now listening, yeah. they don't know the history to know how crazy it must if, be to hear his like voice. Like, if they only listen but to like, like at length. Right. I bet you there's a lot of listeners who haven't listened to Noah at length. I mean, if you were a Goodnight Gang member, then you. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that's right. But that's not all our pennies and pallers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I bet you there's some overlap there for Definite sure. Definite overlap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got a lot of OL on that. We OL. DPTOL. Oh, my God. Yeah. GNS. Oh, Dad's OL. D- DS. <laughs> <laughs> so, Noah, you and I went to lunch mm-hmm. at 101 Cafe. RIP. RIP. Wait, recently? Nope. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> what was would like, you That's say? Gone. Spring of 2017? Yeah, that sounds about right. Like early spring. Early spring. And I said, Rory and I have been wanting to do a show together mm-hmm. after Pound Cake. And we had already done one that was wildly famous and popular. Mm-hmm. Too big, actually. It was so big, we had, to, we had to step back. And we had so many ideas for shows. And then we landed on this. 
And I said, that's not a joke. We had four very good ideas that I don't tell anyone about because I don't know what (laughs) pen pals 8.0 is going to look like. (laughs) (laughs) And um, we said, if I said, and Rory agreed, we want, we can't get this show off the ground. If Noah Eberhardt doesn't come do it with us. And so I bought you lunch. No, I remember disagreeing with that, that that you paid for. (laughs) And I still owe you for that lunch. But <laughs> he pulls the receipt out and he goes, and that's why I'm here today. You owe me six twenty seven. <laughs> and I, I will get into the letters and everything, but um, it's uh, it's been a great run with you, man. You know, we we did this show. We did the good good night show together. You've been a part of this. You look at things like I mean, well, I'll never forget you going to that racist bar in Houston and riding the Ferris wheel by yourself. <laughs> I yeah. didn't know. Yeah. Nobody you told me. Knew. You texted you me. You go, I'm going canceled. No, this is you're getting canceled. Today. Yeah, this is actually going to be it for you. You're, <laughs> and then we bring a huge group out to confront him. I, uh, I, yeah, when you when we were doing the Texas and we we're all going on the Instagram live and you would go on the riding routes on a dude and I were like, Noah's on a Ferris wheel somewhere. <laughs> Can I say side note? Usher's about to start a residency at Caesars and people are freaking out because tickets sold out so fast. And I thought, Roar, I thought to myself, like, pointed at me, seen him yeah. already. You did. guys, I did it. Well, yeah, yeah. And you did, you did do it. So, you know, and then, um, you stepped away for a while and then you came back and it's just been great, man. So I don't think there's any better way. There's a lot of people that help make this show possible, Um, but uh, it was the three of us riding in the front seat to get it off the ground and get it going. And and we couldn't um, close this out without you being here and uh, going forward. Obviously, you've made real friends just like we have through this and community and which this is so show. surreal. I know so surreal that so there's surreal. like this yeah. community and you play, you play a role in all that, awesome. right? I mean, mm-hmm. you produce a show that somebody like Dave Jacoby likes and sends in. And it's not just our performances. Yeah. And so you play a role in that and he's a friend of yours, obviously as well. And he's not so much a friend of mine or Rory's, but you like him a lot <laughs> and that's good. Um, and so going forward, uh, even though you won't be producing uh, at Team Coco, there's no way you're not a part of this community. And I will see how today goes, but I bet you come back as a guest um, for future episodes of Pen Pals 2.6 or 7. So and who even knows what that looks who like? Who even knows? We'll be in outer space. And I even know. then, we're like, you don't get a microphone. No. We go right back to it. <laughs> um, all right. We'll, we'll, we have time for more of this and thank yous and stuff, but do you want to go? I think... I think we should go, and I think Noah should say it because this is also technically the last uh, time we can do outside of the Patreon, right? But this is the last time we can do a copyrighted uh, thing, right? Yeah. And if this is the episode we get sued for, Noah, Noah goes to jail. <laughs> what? Here we go. <laughs> the code of ready, prison. Noah? You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. And let's go to the letters. Yeah, I liked it, Noah. Sensual. Ooh, that was the the hair talking. Just like letters. (laughs) I know. Okay, you ready? We have to think of what the new thing's going to be. Write us and tell us what the new thing should be. Dan, it's your podcast. I, you could just go back to yelling it. Are you done with that? I don't know. There's been times I I almost did it because it was so instinctual. I loved it. You you would would run it out? And I'd get... And mad. I was letting yeah. out a lot of Do you remember demons. in Dallas? <laughs> Do you remember in Dallas when we 
we ran off stage to go. Yeah, we did a whole routine. Yeah, yeah. okay. <clears throat> We've evolved, but dear, I could see us doing it again. Dear Daniel and Rory. So already already no is excluded, mm-hmm. which I think is what well, the order's wrong. And also Kevin, you know, you should have known that no was going to dear be Daniel and Rory. I hope it's just the two of you for this letter because I have some negative things I'd like to say about Noah. Whoa, okay. no, I'm joking. Here we go. So specific <laughs> dear Daniel and Rory. I was always a scared kid convinced that there were monsters in the basement and ghosts everywhere. By the time of this story, I thought I was over it. Good. Already a good writer. In the late 1990s, I lived in a small French quarter apartment. The apartment was in the out building in which in, in what would have been the kitchen at the time the house was built in the 1820s. The conversion to apartments took place in the 1960s. One night, I woke up in my bed and there was a woman standing in my bedroom nope. with her back to nope. me nope. facing the wall. Nope. Nope. She was wearing a red 1940s style house with little white house flowers dress. on it. House dress. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I dress. She had a house on. Yeah. She was wearing a red 1940s style house dress with little white flowers on it and her dark hair was pulled back in a bun. Being a grown-ass adult, I immediately pulled the covers over my head and counted to 10. 10. 10. When I peeked out again, she turned around and smiled at me. I screamed like a little child and went right back under the covers. When I finally worked up to ner- the nerve to come out, she was gone. About a year later, a friend was staying at my place and called me at work because she had let a contractor into the courtyard and didn't want to wait to let him out when he was done. I called my landlord who lived in the main house and left her a message to make sure she could handle it. I called my friend back who said, don't worry about it. I just saw Mary in her kitchen across the courtyard. She was walking towards the front of the house. I thought nothing of it until my landlord called me two hours later from Los Angeles. She had flown out at six that morning and no one was in her house. I called my friend who said that she had let the had let the contractor out herself, but insisted that she had seen Mary in her apartment. She was wearing one of those vintage dresses that she wears. Mary was a screenwriter in the 90s. You know how those L.A. types dig being hip. Of course, the final chapter of the story. I walk out to the street one evening. And there's an older gentleman standing talking to my friend. He asks what the address is. And when I tell him, he says, I think this is the house. When I was a child, a friend of my mother lived here. Her husband worked the ships out on the river and would be gone for weeks at a time. He found out that she was stepping out on him. And the story goes that he went down to the French market and bought a gun, pulled up out front and went back to where she was in the kitchen, put three bullets in her head and left town forever. So is she who I saw? Maybe. I never tried to do any research into this theoretical murder because I like how the story I like the story how it stands. Hope y'all enjoyed it too. I wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pal, Kevin. Jesus Christ. I right off the top it's you. Do you re- you do research this, right? Yes. Uh, there's no way I go. I like how the story stands. I go. No, I need to know. I need to fucking know right now. Because even if there now. was no murder, that doesn't negate what you saw. It doesn't negate that when you came back out, someone turned and smiled Mild. at you. Uh, I Do you straight up believe in ghosts? Do you believe like in this? ghosts? Do you believe in ghosts? 
No. I wasn't asking you. You looked at me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> I don't, but I believe people who believe, believe in ghosts. Yeah. Because for Wait, you, it's like, hold on. You no, don't believe Noah them, but you believe them for believing in them? I'm with yeah, Noah. Absolutely. What does 100%. that explain that? Um, I've never seen anything paranormal. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm like attuned to that. I've talked to people who have told me that they're mediums or psychics, and I, I don't believe that I'm sensitive to it, but okay. I believe I other could people... Be large are, large on, on, but, hold, but that means if you're saying I don't believe in ghosts, do you think those people who do... But you're saying I do believe those people who do... I feel like those are contradictory statements. Are you saying you only believe in things you experience? No, I'm saying they're... There Take might be mic. something. Take his mic from him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I can't personally say that I believe in it, but I believe what they you know. experience. And yes. I don't know if that's a ghost. I don't know what it is, but I believe that they believe in what they're seeing. Here's what I, here's what I want to say to that. I think because you believe that you believe in what they're experiencing is that you do believe that it's possible. Well, do you believe in ghosts? I I believe that do you believe I, I, Kevin, I do you believe Kevin that he straight up saw a yes. fucking woman wearing yes. a house. Yes, I do. Okay. We all do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. What if he's ponders? Um <laughs> there's I, people who are going to tell you Kevin was asleep. I believe And then Kevin's going to go, "What about Mary?" Yeah. Not being in her house and a woman was. Also, Mary, just so everyone is knows, it Mari? is spelled M A R I. I know I, I couldn't but I, I don't know which I way to go. I think you did the right I call. I had to pick. You made the right call. Because I want to say Marie, but I think there'd be an E on the end. That'd be, but it might be Mari. Mari. Oh. Mari's fun. I like Mari. We can go Mari. From now on, it's Mari. Okay. Here, I think, I don't know that I think that ghosts exist, but I do think that there are, it, I, I think that we are made of energy. And I don't think that energy just ceases yes. to exist. Energy does because not our bo- cease. It yeah. can't cease our to exist. Our bodies are these organic things that, uh, that that grew and was you know in not to, in, in the reality is f- we were fertilized mm-hmm. <laughs> and we grew inside mm-hmm. of a woman and then we became you know this organic material this matter mm-hmm. but there is something about the energy of what we are that I do believe and I believe that when we die I concede that I don't know where that energy goes but I don't think the energy just dissipates and it's gone. I think it's possible that something happens, and I think that when people energy say can they manifest see, into a I, shape or I to a color, so. but also I think that there are weird things where I, I look at it this way: where there's a chance that right now someone is in this apartment. In how old are these apartments? Let's call it 1960s. Let's say 60s. There's someone in this apartment well, this right is, now. You're about to go where I'm going. It's 1962. And they swear to God, they see three people so, talking okay. into microphones this, in the kitchen. So the, this is my thing. Room. This is my thing. Kevin and I briefly talked about this back on the stereo days. Okay, so this is my thing. Oh, what wait, if so you, th- this Kevin? Yes. Okay, go ahead. So what if time really is a flat circle, right? And so think of it like the planets revolving around the sun. Every once in a while, two planets will line up. They won't share the same space, but every once in a while, just on that flat rotation that they're on, they on that plane, yeah. they will line up. So what if, if everything is always happening all at once and we are just trying, we have assigned what time is. Yes. There was a moment where his timeline Converged. or dimension matched up with hers for a brief second. 
And just like you said, yes. Rory, she is walking around in her time right now. Like I turned around and there was just a person. There in was the a bed, man. And I couldn't think of what to do. I just kind of smiled at them. Yeah. I was so caught off guard and then they were gone. Yeah. I think uh, I think that's possible. I think so the that's idea like a dimensional like thing, right? That's a dimension or just a multiple yeah. um, dimensions different than time. I, I, I actually think it's too big for us to ever understand what it is until perhaps if something does happen when we die to then go, oh, okay. <laughs> In whatever our understanding right. of things are. Right. Can I ask a dumb question? This is maybe a dumb question. It's only yeah. just now. No, I have to me. answer it first. Okay. All the planets... Mm-hmm. of the solar system no mm-hmm. is it all on the same plane no no because yeah. it's always presented to you that way right. and it's only just now when you said that time is a circle of plane you said the planets i was like i was like oh i actually don't know how we fall onto i didn't our- know 100 percent either and then i remembered that there are those ones solar systems that they go out and then up at different heights oh, okay yeah and then i think and that is supposed is to like- be relative to where they would be yeah to the sun but here's like something you never think a dumb about. Question, but also, if, if you not were looking at the sun, and I guess it's relative, but just say pick a perspective. Is it possible that you would see the Earth to the left, and then like a different planet above it? Great question, fucking great question, dude. Because some are moving at a. I think so. Well, if you think about like Noah when you see planets, answer. when you see planets in the sky, when you see like Jupiter or Mars, they're not all on the same plane. Plane, right? So don't say right because I don't know, <laughs> and, and also you are. know that we don't know. Um, yeah, you, you know, know I don't know. You know that I don't know. <laughs> right? I guess that is true. Yeah, that's what you right. mean. I did this. Uh, I have VR at home. The Vive V I V. I don't know how. Maybe that's how you say it. It's Mari. <laughs> I have the Mari VR yeah. at my house, yeah. <laughs> where you just see this woman like like in a kitchen and in this like super cool dress. It's got, like these white flowers on. And anyways, like anyway, she's always stepping out on her husband. Don't you love that? Yeah, out she was always stepping out on her husband. That's, I think that just, I so love right. that. Yeah. I wish we would start saying that instead of cheating. Like, ah, he's stepping out on her. Yeah, he it's stepping like, out ah, on her. It, it doesn't seem so bad. It also seems way more chill. Yeah, you're just like, yeah, people have different sexual energies. Oh, people are step. looking for he different things. Maybe it's not, you know, he's not being, you know, respectful of her emotions about it, but he's just stepping out. What if we changed all of it? Like, what if you weren't Polly anymore? You were just steppers. You step. Yeah. And it comes with like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That just plays when you do it. I'm stepping out, babe. Um, for the record, Noah did not snap. Just want everyone. And also, for the know. record, I there think when goes. Daniel said Noah had to answer, did he answer? Or did you go no? <laughs> <laughs> I think you answered immediately. No, he answered. Oh. <laughs> Playing it back in my head, like Noah has to answer. Are we on the same plane? No, we're not. Daniel, <laughs> he answered enough for me. <laughs> I saw it in his eyes. It could get really confusing if you're like, "That's my stepdad," and it's like, "No, that's my dad," but he stepped well, out he on stepped my mom. Out. Well, He's a that step- would be oh, a stepdaddy. Stepped out. Oh, that would be a stepdaddy. <laughs> stepdaddy. Okay. Yeah. Do you, so here's my thing. I don't believe, I think the word ghosts, but you believe Kevin. I believe Kevin. I believe the word ghosts is we've now just put this like feeling on the word ghost that mm-hmm. is horror and scary. And so I just think ghost is not the right word because I don't think there's a haunting. I don't think any of that, but I do think that there is 
that you do hear enough of these that even if someone goes, everybody who's ever had a ghost story, they're all they're making them all up. I'm going, but it's exciting. Not. I'll go, it's exciting. Good for them. Even they add Kevin, a little spice. Even if Kevin is wrong, he's not making it up. Right. I one time, I don't remember if I said this on the show ever, was staying at Andy Haynes' mom house and mom's house in Seattle. It was uh-huh. during Bumbershoot. Andy was watching Kanye West. I went to bed at his mom's house. Have I, maybe I have talked about that. I don't know. And I was in bed experiencing that paralysis that you experienced. <sighs> felt someone sit on the end of the bed. It was so real. And I couldn't move and I was terrified. But I was also aware of like the sleep paralysis. Can so I was like, Gareth has this story oh, I'm too. kind of awake. Yeah. So I'm probably thinking that because I'm asleep and feeling it. And the movement of the mattress was so real that I was like, is Andy home and like sat down and he's talking to me right now and I can't hear it. I was like, cause it makes no sense that his mom would have come in here and right, sat on the other bed. Right, I was like, right. so if it's not Andy, who in the fuck is in this room right now? No, no. And then I did that thing where I just shook myself and like, no, to no one's there. Yes. I have to count. And then no one was there, but you're certain to this day. Some, it was Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, something sat on that bed. Yes, but I concede that I might have interpreted it that way. I'm not saying Kevin's interpreting something. What I'm saying is um, that is the closest version I have of something like this, where I was like, where I was like, get me under the fucking covers and make this go away because what the fuck is happening? That's the closest I've been to Kevin's situation, which I believe. I believe that he saw a woman in a dress and it was terrifying. And it was like, what the fuck? Wouldn't it suck, Noah, to have... He knows this. Right. And even you, mm-hmm. who have interacted with Kevin Harrington, I have. Mm-hmm. He has to know that fully people can't believe him. Right. Oh, for, sh- for sure. But think about, like, if you undeniably saw a ghost. Right. And you said, uh, it's a ghost. I looked into it. It's a ghost. Right. What does that do to your perception of like your life and reality? Does it, does it make things better? Do you go, oh, there, there, something definitely does happen, so I don't have to, li-, you know. If you I, really I get abducted if by nothing aliens. happens, it's not sad because you won't know. Right. The yeah. only thing to ever be concerned about is if someone's right and hell does exist. <laughs> then you go, <laughs> oh, God, well, I hope I pass the fucking test, which you will. I can assure everyone, and I don't even know, but I'm pretty certain hell doesn't exist, and we're all going to be fine. Yeah, but I agree. If you did see a ghost, you would go, well, that, like, hey, that's kind of cool. Something does happen. There is something. But you've never had this. anything paranormal? No. No UFO no. stuff? Mm, no, I, not personally. But see, that's I, the other yeah. thing. Like, if Have you, you had UFO stuff? No. But, but this is when Daniel goes, my friend, Ricky Thompson, he knows his, and he knows the mom, and he knows the car she drove. and <laughs> what, num- what number he played. And, Mary and, Beth uh, Schweitzer. And and Roy Marks. No, is this real? Yes. Fucking Jesus. I make a joke about it, and then he goes, that's where this is going. <laughs> Roy Marks has a UFO story outside of Rochelle. This 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 thing was yeah. flying next to him and Mia Ramsey. They did it for a long time in high school. Everyone knows that. He is driving his Geo Metro, and this is over the field next to him, driving parallel, hovering above the sky, right? Okay. And now you got to remember, in Rochelle, it's as flat as this table. So you, mm. you can see very far. Yeah. I'm talking like you could be going 10 miles the opposite direction, perpendicular to Roy. Yeah. And you could look over 
and see what he sees. We all picture where Superman grew up, right? Yeah, when he talks corn about fields, yeah. yeah. So yeah. So <laughs> this is in the fall, so there's no more corn. Everything's perfectly okay. flat. So no more corn. Roy is driving, okay? Yeah. And this thing is next to him, just keeping up, keeping up, keeping up. And then all of a sudden it goes and it is like he said it was like 50, 60 miles away. Gone. You, okay. You have told this before. I've heard this. So then from maybe even from Roy. So then uh Mary Beth, unprompted, Mary Beth tells me the same story from a completely different part of town. Where she's like, we could see this thing. It was really far, and it looked like it was going slow, like over oh, a cornfield. Yeah, you've told me. Wow. That. I think I have. And then it was gone. And they were not friends in high school. Right. They didn't live in the same neighborhood. They were in different classes. The one thing you know about Rochelle, everybody knows everybody, but you also know who doesn't know each other. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. Yes. And so, like, they knew each other. Yeah. Neither one of them, I'll Jesus put it so to it. Christ. Roy would be the type of person to, like, joke around with you that he also saw if he hadn't. Yeah. But he said it first. Mary Beth is the type of person who would never, like, make it up. Yeah. So, do I know what they saw? No. But do these guys off the fucking Coronado Islands, these these these, these uh, pilots, do they know what they saw either? No. <laughs> but to go back to what you said, Roar, if you were abducted by aliens uh-huh. and then put back somewhere else than where you were picked up, uh-huh. you don't get to live the same life as everybody else. How could you? How could you? You know what? I actually, I... Because I, you know something that is so beyond... What everybody else knows, even if somebody tells you, well, you're wrong, that didn't happen. Okay, fine. That's how, that's what you know. Yeah. Well, I know what I know. I think that our, the way our bri- brains operate, I think you almost would kind of forget. I think you, no matter what, we always live in these patterns. You'd start to think it must have been a dream. It didn't really happen. Like, right. I was just talking to Scott the other day, and he was like, I read an article that they predict that how we feel about, like, we won't remember this pandemic in the way that it was no that it I almost will feel like that. it's yeah. already brushed off here and you already mm-hmm. go yeah it does feel like we're already moving past it and it's like yes and in two years from now when you look back you're gonna be like oh yeah the pandemic you he, he was like the way that you feel about it won't be this dramatic oh my god everything shut down like you kind of right. forget and you move back now, for some people just like, who lost people and stuff like that that's a different experience uh, we're right, speaking right. generally pers- i mean yes. generally yes. people that just if you they lost your livelihood or, or your or your business or a you lost your percent. home or you lost a loved one, of yes. course, that is a different. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But I thought that was so interesting. And I think that's like, <clears throat> excuse me, true of even things like this that involve like crazy trauma. I think our brains are just designed to protect us because our brains somehow know uh-huh. we can't handle like. Jack Nicholson, we can't handle the truth. Yeah. We actually cannot handle it. Like, I think our brains are already like, oh, of course there's aliens. I'm not going to let you know that because, because I'm here to thing. keep you safe. Peaceful <laughs> or non-peaceful. If Independence Day, like ships like show up. Yeah. We're done. Like, we're done. Yes. People mm-hmm. are going to pay their if, fucking if credit cards. Here, if they're here <laughs> people, to kill us, we're people done. People aren't going to stop at a fucking toll booth anymore yeah. to like put 85 cents. Like, right. Like so much of society is like, oh, so yeah. We've just built all this on the assumed idea that our society is it's, the way things work. And we've just found out that there's a whole other level to how things work. So I don't, I don't give a shit. It's all about, very breakable. 
Yeah. Yes. I mean, honestly, and, and that's I, what the government's afraid of. That's what they're when you find out yeah. huge things like this, like we can't tell the public this because blank would happen. And sometimes that's happened with things like mm-hmm. on some levels, things like Vietnam and 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 uh, other like other choices that have been made or things that would run like like if there was an era 51. Yeah, they were like, we just came out of World War Two. Yeah. We just started putting this place we this back together. Dive right. <laughs> we cannot tell the American public, like guys, we just had a depression fifteen years ago. We yeah. were in the middle of yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, we're not. We're too thin. <laughs> right, right. And you think about it on those levels, it's wrong on some on many or maybe some levels. But it's also like, yeah, I get, I get that. Right. Because we can't have all bets be off. Right. We need people to care about building a bridge, literally and figuratively. Right. Yeah. 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 I think if they wanted us That's dead, all the time we have, folks. Thanks for... <laughs> no, go ahead, I, man. I was just going to say, if they exist, then they must not um, want us dead. I think. Or they I think don't want they, what we have to offer. Right. Or they haven't figured out we have anything they need. Exactly. Because if they want us dead, I don't think we'd even know. I don't think it would be like like Independence Day. I don't think we'd see them. I think it would be like a, a, a bug getting squished under your shoe. Like yeah. one second you're there. Because we don't have anything to offer not. them except yeah. land. Well, we don't know. Yeah. I don't, And also, I don't know that they want land. I think if they're... No, I saying, think but in the we world... Don't have, if you're here, you're so far beyond us. Yes. Right. But... There, it, there is something to it. There, if there, and I know that this is like this is a crazy thought, but it's a possible Go for scenario. It. Go for it. If there are aliens, and we're, it's seeming more and more. I do believe that there are. I do too. Um, and it's seemingly more that there's more evidence that there is. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if people go, well, what you know, I, I think they are smart. If they are smart enough to be here, and we've never spotted them. Now, granted, it's not like we're geniuses who know everything. But if they have found us, very not like that. I think they're. I think they're. I think they're smart enough to go. Well, we know we can't just go down there. We have to like. We have to monitor them to see what the deal is because if we just go, we might be attacked for sure. And so I think when you start to conclude, oh, I don't think. Let's say as a hypothetical, the aliens go. Oh, actually, I don't think they can handle us. I think they're they're far inferior. So I think we would be fine. Yeah. We can't sit here and say that those aliens don't specifically want us. We can't say, you know, we right. we went to Africa and grabbed right. people to right. come here. Right. So we're like, because we thought we they were, because we thought they were inferior. Exactly. Let's own it. Yeah. And we go, so you guys will do the work for us because also we didn't know how to do the work that they could right. do. It's not like we, I, I, I went through a great uh, Twitter uh, uh, thread that someone had posted that was just like, it's not like you wouldn't you didn't just grab people. You grabbed very smart people who knew how to do things and that's who you brought here and then you needed manpower and you mm-hmm. all these things. We can't sit here and say that we aren't that, you know? Right. And so you do look at it and you go, you know, you want to believe you, you I, I used to have a joke about how they scientists say there's 90 billion uh, earths out in our just in our uh, galaxy yeah. alone that we don't know about that right. are probably inhabitable and i was like and are there people on it and are we the redneck earth like they're all like they can't even stop killing each other they right. don't even get that they're just one of 90 billion right they don't understand they're on a team against us what do you always say about the white trash family in town they're always fighting with each they're other always right? in fighting they're always, always fighting with each other and it's like if aliens showed up you'd like to believe you could go hey can you get us back on track starting with climate change are we aft or do you know something we right. could maybe do and right. they're like well we have this spray if everyone does it for five minutes it fixes right. it. <laughs> you, know? you want to believe these absurd things but i don't you ever wonder about that 
if there's a solution no, 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 to like like i really hope we have some say in what people they encounter first yeah like you want yeah you but want them yeah. to like there's certain parts of this country you're like start there like, yeah do not roll into arkansas first yeah well that's what you or want them to already know you're like we are and there we are, are great people there research. there are great people there but enough 30 for 30s on espn will tell you that there's a lot of not great people there yeah. too and yeah. there's not great people in some of the states i'm saying are good yeah but that's also why in dc where you go well the politicians will talk no, like, that's no, not no, right no, either no. it should no. be musk he really <laughs> should be the one um i don't know who i guess paul mccartney i don't know who should talk to the <laughs> like who do you want <laughs> like even bernie they might be like dude slow down <laughs> even slow bernie down. they're like you're too extreme no one will pass those through the senate <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it. Barack. All right. Oh, man. Kev, we went all over the place. It's for sure Michelle, though. Oh, yeah. Michelle was a great like, Who should talk to him? Michelle or Barack? It's like, well, Michelle. Yeah. Talking I'll even throw a John Kasich in there. He seems Let to John, like... He seems he to has, have I changed. have problems with him on some like major issues, John but all Kasich. in all... Could you see, imagine? Aliens landed. We're sending John Kasich. The sad, the sad thing is we're at a place in our... You could do a lot worse. You could. You really could. With a majority of people. And I'm sure Kevin knew we were going to end up talking about Ohio governors. Yeah. You know um, what, Kevin? Fuck you. I get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, truly, no, no shit. This is like a great, great letter. And I, I and I want you to know the three of us believe you. You have 100%. Us. We all got totally. your back. We 100%. got your back. Mm -hmm. I have a hard time. I can't personally like I what I haven't seen, but I believe you. Yeah, I yes. believe you. Yes. If somebody's like turns out Kevin was right. I go. Yeah, of course he was. Of course he was. That's why I believed him. Yeah. All right, Kevin. We wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk, Rory Scovel, and Noah Eberhardt. Pennies and Pallers, with most phones, if you get a great deal, there's usually some sort of catch. So when we heard Mint Mobile offers premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month, we figured there had to be a catch there too. But the thing is, there just isn't one. For people looking for extra savings, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. That's it. Mint Mobile is able to keep the cost of their plans low because they are the first company to sell wireless service online only. They cut out retail stores, so there are no crazy overhead costs that you get stuck paying for. Instead, Mint just passes on sweet savings direct to you. And all plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And guess what, pennies and pallers? You can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. And if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. So switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at, I'm going to say it again, just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mint, M-I-N-T, mobile.com slash pen pals. That's mintmobile.com slash pen pals. If you're looking to make healthy choices, but you don't want to sacrifice taste or convenience, Magic Spoon gives you a delicious way to eat well, amazing taste without all the bad stuff. That's right. Magic Spoon cereal has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs, plus only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly 
gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. And we've got exciting news. Magic Spoon has released a super delicious new flavor, birthday cake, probably ahead of our own birthday. That's we want right. to make sure people in get celebration. To get yeah. Birthday cake Magic Spoon will be available in a special five-pack for a limited time only, so get it while you can. Or build your own box. Available, available flavors to build your very own custom bundle are cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, and cinnamon. Mm-hmm. What's your fave? I do uh, peanut butter. I'll do some granola with it. I'll throw cinnamon. it in yogurt. Um, it's great. I love frosted. It's folks. It's versatile. Hey, it's guess, about versatility. Guess what? If you're listening from Canada, we love you. Magic Spoon now ships there as well. So go to magicspoon.com slash pen pals to grab the new limited edition birthday cake or a custom bundle of cereal to try it today. And be sure to use our promo code pen pals at checkout to save $5 off your order. The offer is now good anywhere in the US or Canada, but only when you use our code at checkout. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember to get your next delicious bowl of guilt free cereal. Go to Magic spoon.com slash pen pals and use the, co- the code pen pals to save five dollars off when was the last time you did something just for you discover your summer essentials with fab fit fun the best subscription box service delivering full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door Their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness. Just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home, fashion, beauty, wellness, and so much more. So whether it's the perfect beach blanket, a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love and doing something that's just for you. Visit FabFitFun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's FabFitFun.com, code TALKSHOW. Hey, we're back, and we're I'm, I'm going to do it. If you have not started watching physical, get on it, What's people. your problem? Also, what's Physically your problem? get your TV onto Apple Plus or your tablet or your iPad or whatever screen device you use. Find out if Alexa can do it yeah. and watch physical. Yes. And then Apple TV Plus. You can now go on YouTube and check out Rory's improvised special slash documentary. Go to YouTube.com slash official Rory Scoville. Tons of clips there and mm-hmm. also the doc and uh, doc special hybrid is there. So check it out, please. We, I hope by now uh, we're recording this a little bit early. I hope by now you've tweeted out like a blank piece of paper and said just wanted everybody to see my set list from those shows <laughs> come on i like that come idea on. i come like on. that idea uh as far as i go i'm going to a lot of places so go to danielvankirk.com the tour starts august 11th in chicago illinois at north bar and then so many other places you should know by now that it ends november 20th in rochelle illinois as all things do yeah yeah um all right hey should we just jump into a second letter? Do we have anything else? I mean, we've got some thank yous and stuff. We no, want to do any announcements? I, I don't have any, no. 
You got to get some announcements, <laughs> dude. Do, dude. It's truly, <laughs> it's truly the heartbeat of America as announcements. Let's do it. Let's yeah. get into it. Do it. This one is called "Getting Old and Genetic Inheritance." Hi, pals. I'm 34 and have recently started noticing a new color (parentheses or lack thereof) in my hair. I don't feel my age, and I'm not ready to be graying, so I promptly plucked that shit. Upon further inspection, it was more white than gray, and I'm a little more okay with it because my grandma, Louise, had beautiful white hair. Is it Lois or Louise? Lois. I think it's Lois because there's no U. I'm going to go Mari. Okay. <laughs> my other grandma, Esther, is eight. Esther. Esther is 86 <laughs> and surely doesn't act like it. I'm hoping this new hair growth eventually turns out like Lowe's, and I hope I'm still active and seem younger than my age like Esther does. Do you have any qualities you hope to inherit as you age? Any you really want to avoid? Lowe was also a crier. My aunt and dad are criers. I can cry just seeing someone cry in a movie. Really wish this genetic gift would dial itself down as I age. Take care, Sarah. She, her. Have we read this letter? No. God, this is another one of those time warps. <laughs> God damn, Maybe Sarah put us in a time warp. Maybe we did in a different dimension. Hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, yeah. Fuck dude, yeah, dude. I can read whatever, dude. <laughs> um, Look at no, no Noah's you, got such beauty. Can I see your hair? Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. I've always been jealous of Noah's hair. Whose hair do you have? Your mom's my, mom, my mom's hair. You do? If you'd stop my dad, my dad doesn't have any hair. Just bald. So you know yeah. your whole life has been bald? This from your mom. Yes. Yeah. I have the exact same color, texture, everything. It's, it's beautiful. Really nice oh, hair. thank you very much. You have a whole regimen? Um regimen. It's like shampoo, conditioner, and then Moroccan oil. That's about it. Moroccan oil. Yeah. Barack Obama Moroccan oil. Mm-hmm. Bar- Moroccan, I'll buy that. Moroccan oil. <laughs> Yeah. How did you know to go down a Moroccan ro- oil roller, roller coaster? Uh, I was talking to, uh, you know, Jared Goldstein? Of course we do. Yeah. Of course we know everybody in the biz. Uh, he and I have similar hair Who textures. Is, he's a producer. He's, he's a comic. And, oh, sorry, uh, I was, sorry. Sorry, buddy. I saw, no, it's all I good. I do. I do. He's uh, and, and I was growing out my hair. And I asked him what his uh, regimen is and... So I just stole, or did you I stole say it. what's your secret? <laughs> Come on. I think that's your secret. Secret. I might have said secret. So secret. What's your shampoo? It's that, some that, like uh, uh, you don't have to say that. <laughs> no. Come on, Noah. It's just some like you know anti dandruff shampoo. Okay. Some random. Just your standard. One. How yes. often do you wash your hair? Um, once every day or two. I'm not really strict about it. Okay. I think yeah. that's a lot. It's probably no too much. I don't wash my hair. It's probably Never. too much. Really? I wash my I do. I wash my hair once every, let's say, two or three days. Yeah. I also try to not shower as much. I think like sweat and like getting stuff out no. is good for your skin. No. Okay. You gotta shower every day. <laughs> I don't think so. If you told me I don't go soap, but I need to rinse off, I'm a little bit more on board with that. Yeah. Because that's a little bit more sane. You know, a lot of times I'll just jump in the pool. Well, there, that's fine. I don't know. That's chlorine that just sits on your skin. <laughs> I actually think that's probably worse. Well, then rinse that off. I can't. That's the whole point of jumping in the pool. That's my rinse. 
You do that thing, you're like a little kid, like late at night before you lay in bed, you bite your arm and then smell smell it for the chlorine. You little arm bite. Still smells I've like the pool. I've never done that, but I love that. You've I love that that clearly that? was a big part of your life. It's a little kid move. And the lake, Noah. do you do it for the lake too? Do you go smell? I smell some Dude, lake. That's natural spring water. Mm-hmm. There's no smell, my friend. There's no smell. It's hey, Irish spring. Do you ever do the chlorine smell later on in the day? Yeah, have you ever yeah. heard of that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, huh, of course. I didn't even know on. about that. Oh, we're going to. Lissa? Oh my God! What is this? I don't even know what this is. It's just a little chlorine check-in later. They're like, "Yup, still smell like chlorine." Mm-hmm. Oh man, I've never done that. Really? I probably reek of chlorine right now. And I did shower, and I haven't gotten in the pool since then. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Lisa? I just have a natural chlorine smell. Bite your arm. See if there's some chlorine still in there. You bite it. Just a little, and then smell. Yeah, I guess a little bit. Okay, that's cute. That was a cute little moment you had there. It really hurt. <laughs> well, you're not supposed to bite that I think hard. you guys are more into self-mutilation than you are no, knowing if there's chlorine. No. Do you bleed when you do the thing? Be depends, real. Depends on how the day went. <laughs> <laughs> depends on my anxiety going forward. <laughs> do you have any genetic traits or genetic things that you're glad you got or wish you didn't get? I don't know. I really don't know. I will say that while I do, just going off of hair, while I do feel like I'm always and have been for probably more than a decade okay. worried that my hair was receding, I think for I think 40 settled in, I think I've settled in. I think for 40, I have actually been fine this whole time. And I don't, I think I maybe wasted a lot of anxiety about it. That was unnecessary. Yeah. Cause I've also had my head, uh, fully shaved down and I liked it. So I don't know. Why, I don't know why I was like, well, I can't do that. The thing I like, um, I'm definitely getting grays and whites coming in, but I actually feel the opposite. I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. And like in my hair, like on the sides, I mean, Nate Bergazzi has got such a good salt and pepper Rache. going. It's yeah. good. And I'm like, not that I'll look like that because I think his is different than mine, but I actually don't mind the color because I think it just sort of adds like a layer to the what you look like yeah so i'm kind of excited by it and also it's like well i haven't had it for 40 years and like what am i thinking it's never coming so it's almost like not trick yourself but you might as well embrace these things because you're getting older what what, what do you you can't avoid you can fight it you can get surgeries you can dye your hair you can do skin color you can take pills you can do all those things and that's fine sure but ultimately you can't stop the change you can throw a band-aid on it for a while but it's coming you mm-hmm. know especially with like the and even like shooting the show like they put like some dye like in my just to facial even it out. hair just to even, even it, out. it out just get yeah. rid of like the gray and i was just like yeah this is great when you're in something they just gussy up so mm-hmm. what do i care in my regular daily life i think i'd waste a lot of time caring like like the hair thing i think See, I'd, I'd waste a lot like of time if caring I know i'm gonna be on to. camera or just every like week or two i'll drop a little uh color just on because i don't yeah if it was more full and even i would have i would be more willing to embrace it when yeah, it's yeah, a little yeah. spotty i just like uniformity yeah 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 so i don't that's why i do it yeah but i think if i if i really was like fighting it it's sad. When I think I go crazy. It. It's sad to me when people. Fight I think I go it. crazy. Like when they just fight. There's levels of fighting it that are minimal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I have done pills. I've done hair things. I've never had like a hair surgery. Yeah. 
but I've definitely tried to slow hair loss. Sure. And I sit here, someone telling you, I don't know if where I'm at now is where I'd be anyways. But I will tell you, Roy, or if I sit here and I go, yeah, all those pills really helped. I really, I actually don't know. In our profession as an actor, it benefits you to have hair rather than not. It's not a deal breaker. Right. I'm, I'm doing fine. Right, right, right. But it, and others, there's others. Yes. That are, yeah. But it, it, benefits you in way more ways yeah to have hair just because of character and how that's going to look and what people see and if yeah. anybody has never noticed i'm not going to get on this huge soapbox but like look at a commercial and tell me find a white guy without hair yeah yeah, yeah. it doesn't really exist and that's and the commercial doesn't even have to be about hair right look yeah. at most tv shows that was what was so groundbreaking not the most groundbreaking but one of the groundbreaking things about breaking bad is your protagonist and your antagonist at one point everyone had a shaved head yeah yeah, yeah. so and there's and i'm telling you and guys if you're listening to this in rochelle illinois no you're right none of this matters yeah but i'm telling you no network television show would have put those people on in their cast yeah because they'd be like they don't and they They might not even think about it Yeah, yeah if you're bald you are the cop you're the military guy. You're the bad guy. Yeah. With you're the, the bouncer. And, and people, well, what about Statham? Well, he's kind of always the anti-hero. Yeah. And The Rock mm. is a person of color. A person of color, it doesn't really seem to like... Why does translate? bald kind of just look better? When? Yeah. Why? I feel like when uh, a person being, of color is bald, it just looks so good. Like, I just look and I go, I can't. That's not how I would look. I wouldn't right. look so. Yeah, like, I, haven't, I haven't gone full razor, and I, who knows? Someday I will. Like, but I will say this: thinking being bald when and, you see footage of the Rock back when he had hair, you're yeah. almost like, "What is that?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I've always doing? said, being shaving your head is a fit man's game. Yeah. Like you want to be in shape. It just seems to aesthetically. You know who started that? Mister Clean. True story. You're mm. you're not wrong. I know. True story. Um. So that's kind of a, that's obviously like a genetic thing. You know what I've gotten that I like as a genetic inheritance is uh, as you age. Yeah. And it feels kind of like self-serving to say this, but I only say it because it's true for Rosemary and it's true for Diane. Uh, Very good skin. Yeah. Like I've I've almost never done anything to my face. I don't think I've really washed my face since I was 14. You look like you do. Mm -mm. I put lotion on facial skin. Well, that's actually, that goes a long way. It does. It goes a long way. But I started that maybe in the last 10 years. No. That's a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I've never had. I was about to say, anything. honestly, your complexion, your skin is so great that if you were like, I don't do anything, I would just be like, then, then you have inherited that or you are fucking lying to me. <laughs> and you're not just lying to me. You're lying to no one. Hey, remember we had a recent episode speaking of genetic inheritance where you told me you liked my nose. Yes. Doesn't Daniel have, have a great nose? Great nose, I, great arches in his feet. I never, like he's just got, 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 he's just got, got it all. Package. He's got it all. I don't have it all, but I've got most of it. <laughs> you do have a good crow's feet, too, when you smile. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You're a beautiful man. You're beautiful. I saw those photos ah, Mandy took of you. Here. Have you seen the photos Mandy took of him? I'm naked in a lot of them, so I, I can't post. That's just what I like more. The vulnerability. For everyone listening, Daniel You didn't have to get yourself worked up before the photo, but you did. Yeah, I got myself worked up. You fluffed yourself. Those are the pills I'm talking about. For everyone listening, just so you know, Daniel's uh, microphone head cover is is tilted again, and it's, it's driving you nuts. It's Why don't you say something? Because I want to see if I can handle it. You can't. I can't handle it when I see it. I'm trying. I'm trying my best. Um, uh, well, Noah, what about you? Anything you're like as you age? The qualities you hope to inherit as you age? I, I, you know, or I avoid? think the big thing is I hope 
that my mind stays sharp. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's a big one. That's the big one. And then, yeah, if, if I being vain, then, you know, if I can keep my hair great, if yeah. not, it's not the worst thing in the world. But I mean, I, you I lived it out. out. Yeah. I have yeah. another question. Is mm-hmm. Alzheimer's dementia, is that anybody's game or is there some genetics to that yes or do we know that yet? yes there are genetics there's genetics to it, to it. okay yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah interesting there's other factors can play into it as well mm-hmm. just like cancer can be of course an external force or a genetic force yeah, yeah. Uh, or uh, disposition but yeah um that stuff leads into it. so that's a good one are you do you guys do you guys come from criers like like no. uh sarah said here i don't think so my mom will cry a lot easier than me but there are certain things that'll get me good Commercials. I've never cried at a commercial. Seven up. <laughs> Whitney Houston singing the national anthem. Really? Me. Yeah, if I need to cry. Even when she was still alive? Just, just that one video of the Super She's Bowl from 1991. Oh, God. It was 91, yeah. right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Early 90s for sure. And it changed the game. Mm-hmm. When someone sings the national anthem, they have to make a choice. Do I try to Whitney it at the end or do I just do my own thing? You and some do people. Don't. I, I've seen people try to do the Whitney and pull it off. Okay. Not, not, you're, not, right. not Whitney, but they do it and you go, all right. Okay. And then you see some people try and you go, shouldn't have tried it. Yeah. <laughs> you, and also your attempt was so bad. I think you knew you shouldn't have tried it, but what did you think they you were yeah. doing? The bar <laughs> for hitting the Whitney is so high that if you're going to try, you better be like, I can't dunk, but I can touch the rim. You better be able to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but if someone's like, actually, I can only do layups. It's like, you shoot a free throw. Don't. Right. What are you doing? Don't, don't go in the paint. Right. <laughs> Stay out of the paint. You know what? I don't know if this is genetic or not, but sometimes I wish I was more of a laugher. What do you mean? I don't laugh much. Like a hearty. You know, like yeah. Pete, Pete Holmes, big laugher. Yeah. Sklar's big laughers. I think I'm. I laugh. Yeah, you're a, a good laugher. I don't. But then I, I try to think. Like do people, my mom laughs. So maybe it isn't genetic. I will say this. I, I will just, say that you're not such a non-laugher that it stands out to no, me that you don't laugh. I give I give positive reinforcement. And, I think you and laugh, so, yeah. But I don't. But also sometimes people have a high, and it's not a choice. We've talked about this. Sometimes people have a high bar for what catches them into a laugh, and it's not a choice. It's just something they might go, oh, that's funny. But to get someone to laugh, I know those people they are like, I'm a hard laugh. When someone says I'm a hard laugh. I don't like that. But it comes off as someone being like, like, good luck trying to get me. I'm a hard laugh. Even they think they've decided. It's like, you haven't decided it. Right. You just have fewer things that actually tickle whatever that mm-hmm. is in your brain that gets you to laugh, but you do laugh. I would, I, like, you know, if someone's like, Roy, are you a hard laugh? I'd say, I'm, I'm probably a very easy laugh. I'm definitely a generous <laughs> laugher, but it still doesn't mean that, you know, the bar isn't there of like, you know, there's some people that don't, like you said, you give it. Yeah, it's the people who actively try to not give it. Ugh. Where you go, your life is made of rotten eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think is, is gullible. Gullible's not genetic. I don't, actually, that's a great question. Intel in, intellect is intellect. I mean, my younger sister is incredibly naturally smart, and I don't know who that comes from. <laughs> <laughs> but people always say, "Oh, you get that from your mom. You get that from your dad." And then I wonder, like, what do, yeah, what do you get? Like, yeah. if you're like easily scared, you know, I think athleticism uh, runs in my family's genetics. Really? Yeah, not all, not all of my siblings, but 
I have a lot of aunts and uncles and my dad and and my myself and but is that even a- what I see in Elliot sometimes I'm like I think athleticism agility whatever that is I I don't know if it's just there and you can do it or if the confidence to think that you can jump that high or run that fast or move that right. uh, in such an agile way if your brain just tells you you can do it and so you do it and then someone who believes they can't do it maybe can but their brain is wired to go nah you can't you're not what are you doing you can't do that but see then you kind of get into a thing of like talent right like mm-hmm. you get the talent from your like i know a kid who's amazing talent is the most illinois accent that comes out of you when you say that oh you say it again talent <laughs> have you heard me say calendar <laughs> talent and calendar and you know it, daniel's always plugging but right now talent? he wants you to go to his talent calendar and see that he's going to be touring <laughs> this country thanks bro. calendar calendar i actually like how you say it better calendar but i can't do it because the people are like why are you saying it like that talent Ta- talent but is talent a gene right talent. i know some people get it's really so sad chicago when people talent. die because talent. they're like where does all that talent go like where when prince died where did all what is talent like a thing, right? Like Stephen King was born and something in him. Yeah. It, he's one of the greatest writers of most, all time. One of time. the most prolific. Yes. Yeah. Even and, stuff he's never but like published. That, those stories and all that stuff, like that's in him. Like yeah. he has yeah. that talent. Yeah. Like Michael Jordan, I'm not saying you don't have to work hard and keep your tools sharp. Yeah. Or make them sharper than anybody else's. Yeah. But they're born with a talent. Like how do you measure talent and can talent be passed it's interesting i think talents there's talent and there's drive right and i right. think there's a combo and i think yeah. more people are born with talent than you might think but not as many people have talent and the drive do you ever think that there I, are people, I think that's do you ever think right. that there are people who were born to do one thing in this world better than anyone else but they never mm-hmm. explored that opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. They never, and I and honestly, guys, it could be anything. Like 100%. they could have been the best mm-hmm. table builder in the world. 100%. They could have been the best sound engineer in and the world. And they don't know. And they don't know. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's, that's what's amazing true. when you have a, a like a, a Sampras or an Agassi or, or a LeBron or um, uh, like all great tennis players. Yes. <laughs> but like like any person with a where you're like, oh, these things all tiger, like all these things kind of like lined up. Yeah. You were born with this and it was facilitated and you had the drive to then also keep doing it. Yeah. I think that that like there's uh, probably the world's greatest chess players that never picked up a piece and they mm-hmm. never knew. There's a lot of people that are more successful because their drive outweighs their talent. A hundred percent. People look told at, me early me on. You. <laughs> well, people said uh, early on they were just like, you know, you can have uh, all the talent in the world, but you won't get as far as the person who's more driven, who's not as talented as you. They will always get further than you. And I always thought like, that's so interesting that you can't just go, well, I'm good at this. So there it is. It's like, well, no, because the people who don't actually, who think they're okay at it, they might be like, well, I got to really work hard because I'm okay at it. And then you realize they've passed you. It's almost like this weird, yeah, like, you know, the tortoise and the hare racing. It's like, you can't just assume that you you've got this thing and it's gonna work out. You still have to have that drive. And I think when you say all those things lined up, I think maybe there was an awareness uh, from parents and family. And sometimes I think like Michael Phelps. I, I, like I they think probably too, saw that kid swim. We're like, holy. Yeah. Yeah. And his like size. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of there's yeah, a lot there's of people that, that get into too. basketball because yeah. you're like, fuck, you're tall. You should play basketball. And then they find out that. They, they, you know, they, they just happen to have a personality where like, ah, no one's ever valued me. I've always just been called like this tall, freaky guy. And then I started playing basketball and like, 
you know, people really valued me, and right. I decided, man, I want to get really good at basketball. And then they they realized that they they were capable of doing that. Uh-huh. But mm-hmm. you know, I think some of that is abusive. <laughs> I think there's definitely moments where you're like, you're going to play this sport, and it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. But there is a world where there there is also to those elements where someone's like, my dad made me shoot free throws every single day, and you go, yeah, and and I might think that's crazy, but then it's like, but. Yeah, you're the best basketball player in the world, so right. it does take this thing. It's almost right. like a, a problem you can't The whiplash solve. line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, where is the whiplash yeah. line? Yes. Yeah. 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 Not my tempo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I love this letter. Uh, Not me. What if didn't? I felt that way? No, I loved it. It's great. <laughs> um, we'll close I it out. I loved them all. We'll close it out, and then we'll say a couple of words after. Rory, do the honors. All right. Um, Sarah, this letter is, uh, is, is great. We really explored ourselves. Nuno was here, and uh, it means a lot to us, and uh, it means a lot to us that you were a part of this show. Folks, head over to Team Coco and check us out as we do our teasers and our full episode at the end of July. But until then, we still have you, Sarah, and we wish you well. Your pen pals, sincerely, Roy Scoville, Daniel Van Kirk, and Noah Eberhardt. And before we go, before we get out of here, uh, I just want to say thanks to some people at Starburns that helped make this possible. Um, Rory and I can have an idea. We can make it good. We can f- have a great producer. But there's people uh, up and down the line that have to like support that idea and facilitate it and record it and do it. Um, obviously, Noah, thank you so much for being uh, our mm-hmm. first producer and our second producer and uh, our third producer. Third produ- first and third. <laughs> first and third. He was like Jordan came out of retirement <laughs> yeah. to come back to yeah. the team. He faxed us. And Remember said, when you I'm played back. baseball for a little while? <laughs> it did not go well. It did not. But you have oh. a lot in common with Jordan like yeah. that. Well, thank you guys. Um, and then Aristotle Acevedo, who uh, is great, still a friend of the show, who I talked to recently was like, I have a letter I need to write into you and Rory. I was like, do it, Get brother. It. Yeah. Get it going. Uh, so we love him. We thank him so much. Our engineers, Jessica Gutierrez and uh, Brendan Lynch Solomon. You know, we talked about Pen, po- pen Pals. 2.0, that wouldn't have happened with somebody like Brendan Lynch Solomon who didn't come over and set up this board and set up these recording templates. And uh, he's also just like one of the coolest people you'll ever meet. And you want to talk about like putting in work. The guy just makes things better by being affiliated with us. And and hair. You want to talk about hair? Beautiful hair. Great hair. hair. And great music as well. I love that dude. And no one answers the phone better. Like (laughs) when you call him, he's like, Daniel Van Kirk, how are you? (laughs) Like it's very like, oh God, I love Brendan Lusalman. Huge part of what we're doing here. And Jessica as well. Thanks so much for picking up. Uh, in these past few months. And then uh, as far as Starburns go, there's people like Brian Baldinger. Uh, Brian um, encouraged us to do live shows early. He even like was like, you guys should do this live show. And we we're like, yeah. we are going to do that show, but thanks. We are going to go do this one. Uh, just because he believed in what we were doing. He'd always been a big supporter and a, and a fan and even most importantly, a friend. Uh, Land Romo, who is currently, uh, he is now the CEO of Starburns Audio and has always been a friend of the show. He's been a friend of mine. I've worked with him a lot on Dumb People Town. He was always there to like lend advice and tips for this, and he's really helped with this transition to Team Coco. So uh, can't thank uh, Land enough. And then I will try not to get emotional and say uh, thanks to Jason Smith, who is a good man and... Uh, for those of you probably news, if you didn't know, he passed away uh, a few months ago unexpectedly, and he was the CEO of Starburns and a great guy, and any idea that I would come to him with, he'd be like, let's do it. And when I came to him with pen pals, and Rory and I did, 
he was like, yeah, do it. Yeah, let's do it. And uh, man, you're lucky if you get people like that in your life. So uh, thanks, Starburns. This is great. Uh, this is a genetic inheritance that I got from my grandmother <laughs> and my mother, and there's nothing I can do about it. And so before, I think before we leave uh, Starburns, Noah, yeah, any final words? You've earned the microphone Please, to, to wow, talk to these people. Be brutal. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what I don't like about you two clowns. I've written a you know. list. <laughs> thank you. You know, thank you guys. Thank you, Dan, for taking me out to lunch. And uh, thank you guys for bringing me on the show, making me a collaborator, of from, course, collaborator from the beginning, uh, uh, you know, insisting on bringing me around the country when you guys did live <laughs> shows that meant a lot to me um, really believing in me and uh, making me feel like uh, part of the family. So I, I you really, always are really appreciate that for both of you guys. Hashtag collaborator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, man, you're great. We love you too, and you're buddy. not going anywhere. We'll Absolutely. have you back on another one of these uh, to Noah 2025. We'll let you back on. <laughs> <laughs> so Noah, we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scovel. A podcast network. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish Sussman, every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.